Welcome to Just Jive Pod, a podcast where we share a drink, talk about life, and just jive. My name is Jerome. And I'm Jossie, and welcome back for another session. Um, so thank you guys again for tuning in with us, but we are uh, still well underway. Yes. We're, it's crazy, man. We're, we're almost at the end of 2020. Um, can you believe that? Man, that's wild. But as usual, we want to start off with our drinks. Uh, Jerome, what are you drinking over there? I'm drinking something that uh, I think is pretty popular, but I've only had it the first time recently. It's uh, Belching Beaver's uh, Peanut Butter Milk Stout. Um, oh. And I think for the longest time, I was like, uh, I don't, I'm not a huge, huge fan of like peanut butter stuff. Mm-hmm. But then um, it was actually Vince. Um, a few weeks ago, he came over to bring it to when well, we were watching basketball. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, I've never ordered it. So I guess I'll try it. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is really not bad it's mm-hmm, not too mm-hmm. peanut buttery but definitely kind of gives me a vibe of like the milk after eating reese's puffs uh cereal you know ah uh, yeah um so definitely enjoying it 5.3 abv um definitely very um sweet and very mm-hmm. like milky so um yeah enjoying it how about you nice man um it's been a while since we feature a stout um, yeah right I think we've kind of ventured into like the the more weird categories, right? The weird, yeah. the weird drinks. But you know, it's it's stouts are actually pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not drinking a stout. For me, I am drinking something from Modern Times. Um, nice. A friend of mine actually um, uh, picked it up when he was down in San Diego, like maybe a month, month and a half ago. It's um, a Berliner style Weiss ale with strawberry, lime, mm-hmm. coconut, and vanilla added. Um, apparently, the beer is vegan. I'm like, huh? Okay, it's a six point eight percent ABV. Um, it comes in a, a a pint can, and it's good. I mean, it definitely has a sour kick. Um, nice. I, I think that's maybe a, a characteristic of this this style of beer. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's it's tasty. All the all the different um, things I listed are definitely pretty evident in like yeah. the flavor profile. Um, but you definitely taste more at like typically with sours, you taste more as you like as your palate kind of uh gets past the shock mm-hmm. of the sour so it's it's good man um this is the second one i've had um i i, I got two cans from him so i had i tried it a couple weeks ago and just pretty good so mm-hmm. just enjoying it again this afternoon on a uh, scale to like zero to ten ten being the most sour thing you've ever had how where does this one rank uh it's honestly pretty low um, okay okay maybe like Maybe like a two. Um, okay, not bad. But the sour is like very, very light. Yeah. So it's pretty easy to for your palate to adjust to it. Um, it doesn't like, it doesn't quite make your mouth like pucker. Um, yeah. Which is, which would, as you get more sour, obviously like um, the first couple sips is just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But this one, no. Um, you actually start to taste the flavor pretty quickly. Um, yeah. But it definitely has that sour like. Um, vibe to start it off um, but once you get past it it's it's just juicy um, so it's good nice yeah maybe we'll have a uh, get some more brewery to row stuff that'll just make your like cheeks feel like oh someone's stabbing you help <laughs> how, how sour it gets yeah but, seriously um and it's it's kind of like refreshing drinking something with a little bit more flavor punch um mm, yeah than i've had in a while mostly since i've been doing a lot of like seltzers recently so that's right yeah it's uh it's kind of crazy um it's nice it's nice yeah yeah definitely um so uh yeah probably listeners can kind of 
tell from our social media, maybe the lack of an episode from mm-hmm. this past week, um, everything kind of just got delayed because of uh, some pretty huge fires down in SoCal. Um, mm-hmm. And kind of we're going to be re- recapping that today, um, just my experience as well as Jesse and um, you know your girlfriend Genevieve's yeah. experience as well. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of crazy. 2020 is just... Uh, keeps on going not really not not that fires are anything unique to california during right. this time but i think for our personal experiences like it just keeps going man well right? and and like even talking about california fires like it's not that we're not used to having fires every year mm-hmm. but for some reason i think especially this year like it seems like there are more fires and also that yeah. there are fires that really started affecting a lot of like residential areas mm-hmm. um so and most recently um like especially in your case um uh, causing you guys to evacuate causing my girlfriend her family to evacuate yeah. so it's it's definitely you know for for lack of better better phrasing it it, it hits close to home you know <laughs> like um, yeah so like I'm I'm curious like like for you when did you guys cuz you guys didn't really even like monitor it right like it just kind of like happened Yeah you know the the so specifically the one near Irvine is the Silverado fire and then the one that mm-hmm. affected Genevieve was the Blue Ridge fire I believe mm-hmm. and so the 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 Silverado fire it it really happened like super fast mm-hmm. um so, I mean, kind of a bit of a background, like, of just leading up to it, like, uh, <laughs> like a little bit of a foreshadowing of the fires to come. Um, like, the night before, it was maybe, like, 5 or 6 a.m., super early. I actually got woken up because, like, the Santa Ana winds were, like, really just strong. so strong that, like, it was, like, shuddering our shutters, like, just i was like and 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 in fact like my uh window was closed so it was like that's how like crazy it was um that it woke me up so obviously Mm. it was kind of a weird mood waking up like having already been like jolted awake by that wind yeah and then after i got up like getting ready for work i um you know i look out the window um and i'm just like what the heck there's like kind of a definitely like a hint of there's a fire somewhere you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it, it didn't really look that bad yet and, and kind of in retrospect it at that time it really only was maybe like 10 to 20 acres maybe mm. like less than 100 for sure at that at that point okay so um so we heard about it um because of like looking on the news right and then pretty quickly yeah like um you know i had to stand up with work and then people in the off uh, not in the office but people at work were saying like yeah like it's pretty big it's like starting to get bigger and stuff like we can see the smoke and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. like right after the stand-up like that's when uh we got the evacuation notice like via the um, alert is like every in the morning right th- yeah it was like 9 30 a.m like oh my gosh it's just because you know we were like oh come on like this we're we're in residential area like this yeah irvine yeah. I, I don't think i've i've never even come this close to getting evacuated and right. it just it didn't say like hey be warned like there might be something going on but it was more like just it's like you have to you, ma- yeah mandatory and Dang. the craziest thing was that in it um 
the initial evacuation spanned like a huge stretch of Irvine, like pretty much all of North Irvine, um, uh, north of a specific street from like one end of Irvine all the way to Lake Forest, which is mm. insane. Like that's, that's, a, that's that, pretty far. Yeah. It's, it was pretty crazy. And, um, so yeah, we ended up, um, like, oh my gosh, this is really happening. And mm-hmm. we started packing all this stuff and then, um, just, yeah, that, that's kind of how, uh, it all started just kind of in a really f- fast and kind of a crazy panic at first, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you got, so you got the alert at nine thirty. Mm-hmm. um, like how long did it take for you guys to like pack up like essentials and like, yeah. what was that process like for you guys? Like, did you pack for like, like what, what did you guys like end up bringing, you know, like, yeah, you know, it's interesting. Cause like, uh, Eugene and I both kind of had different mentalities too. Um, for, but, but both of us definitely were like expecting to come home to sleep, you know, mm-hmm. um, that same day. For me, I was like, okay, like, I'm pretty sure this will get cleared up. I'll take, right. like, two or three changes of clothes. Like, honestly, thankfully, I was pretty prepared. But in my mind, there was no, like, I had no reason to believe that I wouldn't come home that same night, you know? Mm. So, um, Eugene actually ended up only packing one change of clothes, okay. which is definitely not enough. But thankfully, you know, um, you know, we went to in-laws, so there's extra clothing there. But right. So, you know, I, I think that was really interesting because we we clearly got that alert and it said mandatory. So it's it's kind of scary. Yeah. But we were still in shock. Sure. So we were kind of just walking around the house thinking, like, what should we bring? And honestly, um, I didn't end up bringing too much. Um, I, I brought my PC, just the computer itself. Ended up, of course, spring a few of my favorite shoes because <laughs> that's you know that's a given. Um, yeah. Some clothes I didn't bring my guitars, mm. mainly because I knew it would, like take up more space. Right. And honestly, like, really didn't bring too much. Mm. Um, and kind of as the day went on, and we realized we couldn't come back that day, and kind of seeing all the news is like Mm -hmm. huh i wonder if i'm gonna see my blank again you know Mm -hmm. like um it it started getting a little bit like nerve-wracking it's like oh man um did we pack everything that we truly needed um and of course we had our documents and stuff like the actual like truly important stuff but yeah yeah, yeah. the, the thoughts of oh man when can we come back really started to uh invade our minds you know yeah for sure yeah. That's that's pretty crazy. And then you guys, so you guys didn't go back the next day. Um, like you didn't get the clearance the mm-hmm. next day, but you did eventually get the clearance. And how long was that um, after? Yeah, so um, it took a total of three days. So it was okay. um, Wednesday at around like 3 or 4 p.m. that we got the uh, clearance to go back. So um, at that point, you know, we had... Uh, Got, you know, we, we didn't initially go to our in-laws place, but we went to a friend's place. Um, mm-hmm. so a couple, couple, uh, just friends who also had to evacuate. We mm-hmm. actually, including Vince, we went to, um, our friend's house and mm-hmm. stayed there for the day. And oddly enough, they, 
they kind of ended up having a uh, sort of warning voluntary evacuation. Mm. So they also had to go somewhere else while the rest of us, you know, went our separate ways. But so, yeah, for the majority of the time, I um, ended up staying at the in-laws place and really just, you know, we were the last uh, group of residential like uh, neighborhoods that Mm -hmm. in Irvine that was um, able to go back home. So, right. Yeah. And, and that's all. And also from what you told me about, um, even staying at your in-laws, like that was still uh, a little bit anxious too, because they are right. Yeah. So, you know, this, it'll bleed into the Blue Ridge fires part of the story, which is uh, also going to affect Genevieve. Um, yeah, that was wild. Like we, um, we got there Monday night, um, after, you know, a full day, uh, at our friend's place. Yeah. Just kind of stressed out, but like, okay, we're, we're safe. And <laughs> that night at like 1 or 2 a.m., we get a, am, not Amber Alert, the uh, emergency alert right. on our phone saying that um, South Diamond Bar, which is where <laughs> they are, may have to evacuate because of the Blue Ridge Fire. <laughs> right, so, right. So, you know, like, you know, we're in the middle of sleeping, and I was just like, uh... Like, do we need to do it. anything like <laughs> yeah and this is after like being woken up the night before because of the winds too so i'm just like yeah. i'm so beat you know like, so you actually you actually got that alert on your phone huh yeah so I, that's crazy that like well i think it's cool but it's also crazy that you do get notified based on where you are like yeah right like based on where your physical geographical location is based on your like phone right like yeah i mean i think it's smart but also it's kind of crazy right yeah yeah um so truly it was kind of just insane like man like i almost like had a like the the joking side of my brain was like all right let's go somewhere else and let's see this fire follow us too you know oh my god yeah so i i think you know thankfully we didn't have to evacuate santa bar uh, it's not santa barbara south diamond bar Mm -hmm. um and but but the whole time it was definitely like checking twitter checking the news like Mm -hmm. just watching the whole like ah, just the world at least the socal world kind of fall apart you know yeah yeah Yeah, um and so so i think um so the blue ridge fire i believe started a little bit after the silverado fire um but when did genevieve have to evacuate oh man i'm trying to like retrace uh retrace my steps in uh, days um I think it was, I want to say it was Tuesday. Yeah. Um, I want to say Tuesday was the day that um, they got that alert. So Genevieve um, was kind of like at the end of her like recent uh, work stretch. Mm -hmm. So I think she was supposed to work um, Wednesday, have Thursday off. Um, So she was kind of like nearing the tail end of that. And, you know, she... I, I kind of like see these posts about um, stuff, and then she mm. she like sends me this thing, and she's like, "Hey, like, we we got the like the warning um, for evacuation uh, because of the uh, the Blue Ridge fire. Um, that's what it's called, right? Blue Ridge fire. Yes. Um, I, I like. There's been so many names. Like, <laughs> uh, um, and I was like, okay, like, you know, keep me posted. Um, so she actually ended up leaving like a little bit earlier from work mm-hmm. that day um, to get home and. Um, cause her family was home and starting to like pack and prep and stuff. Um, right. And based on where like her, her family's house is like, it's pretty close to the the state park. So like, it's pretty close to the fires and stuff. 
So they um, they initially got the warning. Um, they they noticed that some of their neighborhood um, was starting to evacuate um, even before the official mandatory uh, mm-hmm. warning, just because right. they're like, well, it was already into the evening, into the night. Like they didn't want to just wait around. Right. But Jenny and her family, what what they actually ended up doing was they ended up taking like one hour like sleep shifts um, mm. or one hour mm. watch shifts throughout the night just to see if there's any notice of um, for that mandatory um, evacuation. So um, eventually, obviously, they ended up getting that notification Wednesday morning. Um, right. I think it was pretty early. I want to say like maybe like 5 or 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they had pretty they had done majority of like the packing the day before. I think they did some more packing um on Wednesday itself, um, and they actually, I, th- I don't know how much they packed, but considering, like, yeah, they, they weren't, sh- you know, they wanted to prepare the house to, like, I, I just to make sure, um, mm-hmm. they ended up taking, like, all four of their cars, you know, and, um, trying to find, like, you know, some place to, like, at least stay for the day. Right. Um, apparently, like, um, obviously, like, due to evacuation, like, a lot of people have that same game plan. So yeah. the place that they were going to, um, they tried to call to, you know, see if they can get an early check-in and kind of get um, settled into the hotel. And um, they, the hotel basically said, like, sorry, we're, we can't accommodate early check-in wow. because they have a lobby full of people who are going through the same thing. That's nuts. So, yeah, so they ended up, I think... Um, like I think going to like their parents' like workplace to pick up some stuff, mm-hmm. and then I think they just hung out like in a parking lot and like just kind of worked <laughs> from their cars, took wow. naps and stuff like that. Um, and then they stayed at a hotel um, that night. Um, so yeah, it was kind of crazy because like I wasn't sure if they needed like my help to like mm-hmm. get anything ready or um, anything like that, but. Uh, on Tuesday, at least. Um, but they said, no, we got it. We handled it. We're fine. Um, so, yeah, um, that was pretty crazy. And I think it was it was also a little bit nerve-wracking because um, they, like, when they, after they picked up stuff from the, the parents' office, like, mm-hmm. they they drove by um, the resident, like, their neighborhood really quick. And, like, um, Genevieve sent me a video of, like, how, cl- how visible, like, the smoke and fire yeah. was. And it's, like... It's like it was pretty scary, like yeah, because it was like right there essentially. So, you know, I think um, obviously the nerve wracking part, more so for her and her family, was that um, you know, like maybe you know, worst case scenario, they're like they don't have a home to come back to, you know. Yeah. Um, but thankfully, um, they got the the clearance. They got the um, the notification. I think Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they got it Thursday because she actually ended up going back to work on Thursday. Um, so they got the notification. She actually drove straight home, and their home was thankfully fine. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think just a little bit dirty um, from the the smoke and ashes, but um, it was fine. Um, yeah. So that was a pretty short and quick turnaround, at least for like her neighborhood and area. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I think it's still stressful, you know. Yeah, and I think that. I mean, the way you described it, like that imagery of just so many people, like at at a at a moment's notice, like heading out, and then a bunch of them going to like hotels because that's really all they can go to just secure a place to sleep. You know, mm-hmm. like it's it's um it's a pretty it's a scary um, image. Um, I think yeah. 
Yeah, I think like something that that really I think probably the most nerve wracking part of the whole thing actually was like leaving mm. uh, our house because you know uh, Jesse, you, you've at this point you have come come over now, um, mm-hmm. and you, you can know, you can tell like we're we're pretty like we're up a hill we're yeah. kind of a little further away from like um, like freeway like main yep. roads and stuff and you know we. Um, so so we got down the hill to towards the main road that um actually uh a lot of pretty actually no at, at around the adjacent to those roads mm-hmm. all the houses and apartments were evacuated like all Dang. of them and um I don't you know specifically I don't know if you remember um Jesse but like Portola the mm-hmm. the parkway like that that road that whole when we, section yeah, literally, we go down the hill, um, you know, proceeding forward, and then left and right on Portola. Yeah, both of them were like literally packed with cars and into Dang. the intersection too. You know, Dang. and um, you know and that's pretty crazy because like that that area like it's pretty spread out. It but is. Like, so normally there isn't much traffic because of you know like it's it's already kind of like far out from the main yeah. like, city. But to see that section packed and for people essentially like cars packed full of, um, you know, prepared for evacuations. Yeah. That's also like, it adds to that like nervousness and anxiety, right? Yeah. And, and yeah, like you, you're super, super right. Like I've never seen that area with more than like maybe, you know, 15, 20 cars just in an intersection. Like of like that's, that's a lot, you know, mm-hmm. but then to see it like just completely just jam packed to the point where. Um, you know, some people were uh, kind of, kind of that apocalyptic scene, and you know, mm-hmm. and the, the haze, and it was getting very smoky at that point. Right, like it, it really felt like an apocalypse, you know, um, where people were kind of acting a little aggressive with like cutting in front of people and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and so so what's crazy is that um, you know, we ended up. I, I just said like, all right, we're gonna go take the normal route to my friend's house which is like 10 minutes away you, uh, 10 yeah. 15 minutes away um but man like we got on the road and you know we were you know Waze was already telling me to go a different direction yeah but then once we actually got to the like um like closer to the turn they actually ended up shutting down the road ahead of us oh shoot and um and yeah like and then we were sitting in the left turn light line um, lane for probably like a good five to ten minutes like Dang. as they were kind of figuring that out and then what was kind of scary was that they were t- for I don't know why but like they had everybody in front of us was making a U-turn so I was like oh my gosh can we not even mm-hmm. make a left here because we needed to make a left like further down right yeah and um, finally we ended up seeing some people make a left and they're like oh thank god like we can actually yeah. at least like not end up at the same exact position we were at earlier. Yeah, yeah. So then, um, so we made a left, and then we ended up having to take this crazy detour through um, yeah. some other neighborhoods. And and I think what's scary was that like we were technically kind of heading in the direction of the smoke um, mm. at that point. Um, and at this point, like once we, so I guess to back up, it actually took us an hour to get to our friend's house when usually it takes normally like takes yeah 10 to 15 10, yeah so Dang. it 
it was crazy because like I looked, um, you know, we were just trying to be cautious and then, or it's not, I mean, cautious, but also like calm, you know, like trying not to lose our cool. Like we were listening to some music and stuff and then talking and just trying to be like, all right, let's just, let's just get to the house, you know, let's just Mm -hmm. get to the house. And, you know, once we got there, we were just tracing the news and, you know, um, I think the fire ended up going to like, 7,000 acres Dude. super quickly like it it kept doubling and then I think by the end of it it was like like 15 or something I don't know like 13 or to thir- at least 13 acres 13,000 mm-hmm. acres and you know I think like you know hearing Genevieve's side of like man like having to end up being in a parking lot like it just puts you so out of your element you know like it yeah. just it, it, everything just happens so fast and happens to so many people at once. I think, mm-hmm. well, I think it was like, what was it? Was it close to a hundred thousand like California residents that had to be evacuated or something like that? It was, it was a really like pretty yeah. significant number of people that got displaced um, yeah. pretty quickly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just, it was a rush, man. Like, you really didn't even have a second to really think. And when you did have a second to think, like you're just kind of like trying not to like think about it at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're trying to like, you're trying not to like dwell on it because you know, there's, you're just going to get more anxious because there's nothing you can do. Right. Like, it's not like, it's not like you can, there's anything special that you can do to make the situation better. Right. Yeah. Um, that's the scariest part is it's out of your control. Um, but you just have to trust and believe that, you know, the fire department and um, people would do their jobs well. And, and they did. Um, it seems like they've, they've been working really hard this whole year and, um, yeah, uh, that's crazy. Right. Yeah. I think for the Irvine Silverado fire, I think maybe like it's very very small few uh buildings that got a little damaged um i think as um as some news from after the fact of mm-hmm. um, people coming back home and then i think unfortunately blue ridge blue ridge fire had a little bit more of damage but yeah you know like honestly given how much like acreage was was on fire like mm-hmm. it really was quite quite an amazing job by the firefighters and responders yeah you know? and i um a friend posted but apparently even like um uh, some fire from all the way from like sf came down to like help support wow uh, the, the fires down here so i'm like that's pretty crazy um just to think about that you know um that essentially california really does have to band together <laughs> as yeah. a whole to to like take care of each other right yeah i mean man like you know the i just hearing about a lot of the norcal fires too like earlier this Mm -hmm. year where or uh, san francisco definitely looked like a post-apocalyptic world like and i think oregon was like even worse and i mean man like dude california is just like or just this the west coast at least like it is just becoming this uh, ex- expectation that this will happen. And mm-hmm. how scary is that, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's part of living on our side of the coast, right? Like, yeah. You know, we we have earthquakes and fires, um, yeah. but otherwise pretty good weather. 
Right. Yeah, and, and it's funny. I have a couple of coworkers from like uh, other other states, um, and they're just like, like, oh my gosh, like, because I think you know, as Californians, like we're almost like slightly numb to it because most of us don't evacuate, right? Like, mm-hmm. if anything, th- I mean, I, I, you know, of course, knock on wood. Like, I don't. I hope this is like the one time in a very long time that I'll have to actually be displaced. But right, like, I think you know other people from other states hearing the news like they're even more concerned because it's so much more kind of (laughs) scary like watching it from that perspective and i think i definitely appreciate all the concern from you know friends and stuff and coworkers because definitely like um you every year we hear about it but you never really expect like yeah i might have to leave my home too right Mm -hmm. that's yeah it's I think it's just part of like life where we yeah. don't anticipate like you know for better or worse we don't anticipate those like terrible things because honestly that would just stress everyone out like all the time right yeah um so it's definitely understandable that like things like this are shocking because it's it's like out of the norm yeah have you uh seen Genevieve since uh coming home um, I saw her briefly actually yesterday. Um, mm. I just dropped off some food for her. Um, and we were planning to uh, see each other again today, but um, just other things like came up. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, she's, I think, like, uh, you know, I, as I've been talking with her, like, all week, um, she's definitely, like, pretty exhausted from that whole thing. Yeah. Like, she was already exhausted from, like, work um, just because, like, she was you know, working a long stretch, um, of days, but then having to like, essentially like deal with that. And then the craziness of like the, the evacuation, like was a double, uh, like a two for one essentially. Um, so, but she's, she's okay. Um, her and her family are, are doing okay. Um, it's crazy cause like, yeah, she, like her parents were trying to essentially do like remote work. Mm -hmm. Um, her, her sibling was trying to do like remote school um so it's like all these things are um yeah it's it's a bit crazy for sure um yeah but yeah they're they're okay um i'm hopefully gonna see see them again short like soon but yeah um it's i'm just glad that like yeah that things are seemingly at least okay with Mm -hmm. with these two fires being contained and yeah um yeah, uh, I'm, I'm glad it passed by pretty quickly. Um, mm-hmm. uh, in 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 hindsight, right? Yeah, um, and you know, definitely crossing our fingers. From from what I hear, there are some more Santa Ana winds picking up right. in a few week or a week or a couple. I don't know. Um, heard some news about it, but yeah, I think it's. Um, I, I will probably end up doing like a retrospect of 2020 as a year comes to close but like i mean yeah. it's just like there how can it get worse and i don't want to say that because <laughs> it's you know it's, it's just, not over yet yeah and i think um i mean the way you put it like just being exhausted i mean yeah of course from the fire but i feel like that's just the the energy of the whole country <laughs> like the whole world yeah. just exhausted yeah. you know yeah sounds about right um it's been it's been quite the year yeah. um for us uh locally but also like 
um, nationally. Like it's been a it's been quite the year um, for America, and hope we're you know hopefully things will get better. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're I think I think we'll definitely have to track together on um, on everything that's happened this year so yeah. far. It's going to be a pretty long list, I think. Um, so yeah, and you know. We're recording this on Halloween, and you know the the election day is coming up in a few days. So mm-hmm. you know we got that going on, and there's always that crescendo of like, oh my gosh, there's just so much chatter, so much stuff on social media, so much yep. yelling, and like so much yep. high intensity. And I think the hope is that there's some sort of some sort of peace and a little bit of quiet after that, but. Yeah, you know, really, yeah. based on what's been discussed, I, I really don't know, man. Like, who knows what's going to happen with that? Yeah, seriously. Um, but we, if, if anything, we'll be talking about it here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope that uh, <laughs> 2020 doesn't throw too big of a curveball that forces us to have to skip more sessions and stuff. <laughs> like, oh, next week it's, uh, you know, you know, we got Godzilla coming back or oh, something. like. There's like it's crazy because like so much crazy stuff has happened and it's like well you know what essentially yeah what is next you know like yeah uh, everything seems crazier than the last or there's it just adds to that pile but you know um, yeah we're we'll still make it through I, yeah. I trust we'll make it through um, yeah I don't know if you saw um, there's like this this random guy on on Reddit or on YouTube he made a trailer of 2020 like mm, i it, haven't yet dude it, it's so like it kind of gives me a little chills because it really like it, it grabs your attention and makes you like draw drawn in in the same way like a mystery or action trailer movie trailer does right yeah but then it just kind of shows you scenes from news and like scenes from real life of things that occurred and you're mm-hmm. just like oh my god like you're like that's actually real <laughs> this and, and it's it's just like you can't it's truly stranger than fiction you know like yeah. all that's happened and the way it's almost like all of it can somehow be tied and it's sequential and it's just scary man like <laughs> yeah dude for sure yeah yeah this this year uh, like I, th- I think we might have talked about this but i know it's it's uh i, I at least have been talking about this with other people but um like I think this year will be quite, quite the chapter in the history books. Mm. Um, yeah, as as obviously in hindsight and, and things, but it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts. Yeah, it really will. Um, and you know, we're like I said, we are recording this on Halloween, and you know, we've you know, it's kind of crazy. Just a year ago, we had a. Yeah, we, we were talking about like wrecks and, and what what would possibly go well with fires. <laughs> What's mm-hmm. your favorite brand of fire? Um, <laughs> it's you know like we talked about like the candy and you know I think we we, we ended up uh, discussing horror stories and mm-hmm. just think, man. Like I know we do this a lot, and I feel like our just jive pod is maybe can be nicknamed like the retrospect pod. <laughs> like we always look back and stuff, and, and yeah, I think with yeah. with good nature, like. I mean, just think about it, man. Like, just imagining where we were, like, a whole year ago when it was Halloween. Right. Like, how crazy things have changed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. What a different time. 
Seriously. Um, so, I mean, yeah, like kind of to round out a little shorter of a session today, just, um, you know, wreck of the week, you know, there isn't from what I hear, I think in LA and Orange County, there's not really trigger like traditional trick or treating going on, mm-hmm. which to be honest, I'm kind of down for cause it's kind of, uh, bothersome having <laughs> your doorbell being rung every mm-hmm. five minutes. But, um, you know, uh, in celebration of Halloween, um, I am going to be, I, I've been watching a little bit more scary stuff lately. Nice. Um, but on top of that, candy is also a huge part of Halloween. So wreck of the week again, like last week, um, candy, uh, Jesse, do you have any candy to recommend? And by last week, you mean last year, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Last year. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah. Um, for me, I, I want to say I, th- I said this last year, but I'll say it again okay, just in okay. case I didn't. Um, I still think the Kit Kat uh, Mint uh, Dark Chocolate, um, they're super, super good. Mm. Um, at least if you're a fan of mint. Um, I know there's uh, mint is also very polarizing in candy. So if you do like mint, um, the Dark Chocolate Kit Kats with mint are are quite, quite delicious. Um, they're, yeah, they're I, I remember I had them um, at Blizz at, at like a mm-hmm. a Blizzard event um, mm. before they came out on the shelf as like kind of like a promotional thing. And oh man, I wish I had taken more at that time. But it's on the shelf Ooh. now. It's actually sitting in my fridge. Um, I, I'm fridging it because it's kind of nice as a refreshing like treat. Right. Um, but in the case that I did already say this one last year, I will come up with a backup. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say also um, something that I haven't had yet, but I want to try is the Reese's Take 5. Um, huh. Seen some ads for it recently. Um, it looks good. It, I mean, it, it has all the, like, the core elements of a Reese's plus a couple extra things like pretzel for a crunch, um, caramel just because. Um, so it looks it looks interesting. Um, I haven't had it yet. I'm not honestly a big candy person. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, maybe if I do end up seeing it, I might try, try one of them, but... Yeah, um, those would be those would be my recs. What about you? Nice. Um, I'm gonna go with one that uh, I think is exclusive to Halloween. Um, at least from from what I see, it's specifically the Halloween uh, flavored Kit Kat bar. Oh, um, it's. Uh, I I don't know if it's like. Um, I think it's white chocolate technically, um, hmm. but it's like uh, it's orange, right? To, kind of like a jack-o'-lantern mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's an orange kit kat and you know typically i do like kit kat bars by itself with the milk chocolate but yeah i'm a sucker for white chocolate man like <laughs> oh my gosh you and have a sweet tooth huh i i really do and um definitely haven't had it in a while but like i've often in the past like you know the the post halloween candy buying is always like 50 percent off you can buy a mm-hmm. whole like bag of uh of candy for like two dollars or something yeah so i i've many times in the past gotten a whole bag of the kit kats and yeah like dude i think um it 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 adds kind of a because the vanilla or not vanilla the white chocolate kind of adds a more like creamy taste to it and Mm. the the wafer itself is already you know kind of suits that um combination so for me, man, like that, I love it. I might have to convince Yijin to let me buy some, <laughs> although she'll probably definitely almost 100, 100% say no to buy a whole <laughs> bag of uh, 
That's a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'll recommend the uh, Halloween Kit Kats. Nice man, that's good. Uh, so we have two Kit Kat rep- recommendations yeah. for this session. So if you guys are out um, getting some treats, I guess go get some Kit Kats because there uh, there's great varieties and flavors for it. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, uh, it was a good session. Um, just good chatting and, and recapping on very very recent experiences yeah um, yeah i mean it's crazy to think that yeah that you, it was just this week right like uh, seriously so you know um thanks for you know i'm glad i'm glad your house is fine i'm yes, glad yes. Uh, my girlfriend and her family's house is also fine um but yeah uh, for the rest of our listeners who may be going through um, some craziness as well, um, we hope that you guys can stay safe and and that your areas are are, are safe as well. Um, obviously, this the season as well with the election is also crazy. So you know, um, do do take care. As I I, I think um, something that I had heard is that there are potential like riots that may be expected. Um, yeah like election day and post-election so just in light of that um please do stay safe out there but thank you guys for tuning in with us um we hope this was just a uh yeah just a good reflective section uh session on on life and especially with the fires here in socal recently yeah definitely um listeners you know we definitely hope that uh this the lead up to the holidays will be um, a good time and that everyone will still be safe and everything. Um, definitely look forward to, um, I guess, again, retrospect, um, some fun holiday related sessions coming up. Um, so yeah, we hope you, uh, stay safe and enjoy. So as always, we will see you next time. See ya.